what an upset it was. Japan defeating Germany last night, 2-1. Jeez, what a great result that was. And I'm sure a lot of you saw on social media, but uh, the Japanese fans staying behind and cleaning up their rubbish afterwards. We also saw a draw between Morocco and Croatia, nil all in the end. Uh, Spain just demolishing Costa Rica, 7-0. And we saw Belgium defeating Canada, 1-0 in the early hours of the morning. Joining us down the line to discuss the latest from Qatar is former Perth Glory skipper and current development officer at Football West, Gareth Navin. Gareth, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No, thank you very much for for taking the time. What did you make of of last night's result, firstly? Japan winners over Germany, 2-1. It was just another huge upset at this World Cup. How did Japan do it? Because Germany, they were all over them in the first 50 to 60 minutes. But, well, Japan, they never went away. Yeah, look, I think obviously it's about staying in the game and that's probably what Japan did really well. And, you know, apart from defending and, look, a little bit of lady luck helps as well, you know, because obviously Germany had some chances as well. So, um, but, you know, Japan invests well in, in, in development across across that football space in their country, you know. Um, it's probably a result of many, many years of uh, of that process happening, I'd say. Mm, yeah, uh, a great result uh, for Japan last night. Can you see our Socceroos producing results like this? I mean, we've seen Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, uh, Japan defeating Germany, as we mentioned. We saw Morocco take it to Croatia last night even as well. And yet the Aussies, well, their opening match, it was a thumping at the hands of France. Can you see the Socceroos producing upset results like this? Look, you know, after 20 minutes, they're 1-0 up against the world champions. You know, so I think that there's evidence there that, uh, you know, any teams can, um, you know, pull those sort of results off. You know, it's a, definitely a World Cup that um, that's shown that um, everyone's in the game to win the match. So I'm sure Australia uh, in their next match will be pushing really, really hard to improve on obviously what they've produced against France. So, um, you know, definitely the gap's getting smaller between all the countries, that's for sure. With the, with the results that are coming through. Mm. Are you expecting there to be changes made for that next matchup with Tunisia? Look, I suppose uh, in regards to, um, I suppose it comes down to injury, um, you know, what the plan is against them. Um, you know, there possibly could be changes depending on Tunisia's style of play. So, you know, I'd say uh, Graham's got some considerations to, to make and, and obviously the, the, the second game um, going to the group stage, they'd be... They'd definitely be chasing a result and, and obviously a winning result. Would you like to see Grant Quoll getting in a little earlier um, in the match? Look, first World Cup for the young kid, you know. Um, I, I uh, look, you know, he's, he's young, he's got enthusiasm, he'll, he'll give it everything. Uh, so, you know, why not? But, but obviously it's, it's not as easy as saying, you know, go out there and, uh, you know, play. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think that it it possibly he could come from the side to come on and try and impact the game, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's difficult, you know. It's the best players in the world that you're playing against. And, uh, you know, um, Australia have, have qualified for another World Cup and, you know, um, they're going to go out there and, and do their best, um, which is important. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, where we are is where we are in the scheme of things. 
You know, that's yeah. the level we are at. Mm. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, qualifying for the World Cup is a big deal for our country, you know? Yeah, it certainly is. What What's the development like uh, uh, here in Australia? How do you see uh, the youth coming through um, for, for years to come? Well, look, obviously I think the components of youth development in regards to grassroots in uh, if you first enter into football, you want to make sure your experience is good. You, you want to have a, a volunteer or a coach that encourages you to, um, you know, love the game, love the experience. And from there, when you move through the pathways, um, you want to make sure you, you have a coach who allows you to express yourself and get better on the ball. And then there's the, the coach development phase where you can... You know, make sure you produce. We have some coaches that know how to develop our our players uh, through through a good coach education system, and then obviously the competition environment is important as well to practice what you uh, are training for as well. So you know, there's there's more than one component in regards to producing players, and the other thing is, uh, you know, uh, the investment in that, as in. What are we investing in from a dollar point of view to make that better? Is mm. important as well. well you know, uh, typically in Australia, it's a pay mm. system. Yeah? So if I'm paying for something, well, I want something in return. Mm. I want to be taught how to play the game. Mm. Uh, we're speaking to uh, Gareth Naven here on, uh, on Sports Drive this afternoon. So the Aussies, they will take on uh, Tunisia. Uh, coming up on Saturday and then Denmark a bit later on in the uh, group stage of the competition. Uh, some of the other results from last night, uh, Gareth, Morocco uh, with a tie, uh, tying with uh, Croatia's nil all. Um, yeah, what did you make of that early game? Uh, a lot of people thought Croatia would come away with the win, but they seemed a little sluggish. Yeah, you'd expect that, you know, with the ability of, the, of, of the, all the players within the, the Croatian team. And, you know, Modric had a chance where he put it over the bar um, you know, and, and in saying that, you know, uh, you know typically it's like Saudi Arabia, Morocco, they're, they're dynamic in transition, they can keep the ball, they can create chances, you know. Uh, so I just think that, uh, you know, the, the the so-called nations are more dominating probably um, are not as influential as what we'd expect, you know. And I think that's a credit to, you know, uh, what other countries are doing. Uh, we saw Spain just uh, demoralising Costa Rica. 7-0 yes. was the, yes. the final score. Pedri was great. Uh, Garvey coming on uh, as the youngest scorer in World Cup history or since Pelé. Uh, man of the match as well, I believe. And, yeah, Spain, just uh, just a great result for them. Yeah, look, they definitely have their way. Their way doesn't change often at all. Um, you, you know, they pass the ball to the goals. They have people who can create. They, they complement probably all aspects of the game. You know, and you see that with the, the result they produce. Mm. So, um, you know, and that's that's done year after year after year after World Cup after World Cup. Um, so, so yeah, you, you'd, you'd expect them to uh, go to go well, and from a younger team. So, uh, yeah, mm. you'd expect them to do what they're doing, which is great. It is. Uh, Belgium also defeating Canada one uh, nil. What did you make of that result? Uh, look, I, I, I haven't seen the game, but um, talking to people in our office, you know, Belgium were pushed at times. Uh, you know, like, it's no shame getting beaten by Belgium 1-0 from Canada, you know. Um, 
you know, Canada at the moment, they've got the, the, their women's are the Olympic champions as well on the podium. So there's some good things happening in that country as well. Uh, so, you know, and Belgium are a fantastic nation in football as well. So, you know, I think, like you sort of said before, uh, you know, if Saudi Arabia competing highly against Argentina, you've got, uh, um, you know, Japan taking on Germany. And, uh, so there's definitely... Um, a lot happening within this World Cup and the, the teams that are competing really, really well against these established nations. OK, so four great games to look forward to across the evening and into the early hours of tomorrow morning. Switzerland taking on Cameroon. Uh, Uruguay will be up against South Korea. Portugal taking on Ghana. And we'll see uh, Brazil up against uh, Serbia. What are you most looking forward to out of those four matches? Um, probably sitting in my bed watching them all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Getting comfortable. Cup of and, coffee. Look, I think a cup. Of, oh, well, I don't know if it's coffee, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So look, I, yeah, I, I think that uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, you know, uh, from a coaching perspective, you, you, you look more from a tactical approach. But I'm looking forward to maybe some more, if you want to call upsets, you know, some some established teams being challenged, uh, you know, that, that maybe not would normally be challenged in. In World Cup football, so uh, yeah, um, looking forward to another night of football, like yourself. Yeah, uh, plenty of great games coming up yeah. uh, overnight. Uh, Gareth, before I do let you go, what's what's coming up? What's going on over at uh, at Football West? Over at Football West, um, well, look um, across my space. Uh, you know, it's probably planning uh, in regards to the player development programs that will start in the new year, from skill acquisition to to talent support program. We've sort of just finished a fairly extensive tour of uh, national youth championships and talent ID in September, October. And then we had some, we had a Singapore trip with some regional select teams that went over there as well to compete in a Singer Cup and Borneo Cup. Um, coach education, we've just starting our first A license advanced course here. Um, that just sort of commenced uh, last weekend. We've got a B license advanced course and a C licence advanced course underway so even though it's uh, off season it's probably still as busy as the on season so in that sort of planning aspect so um, Berkshire has a lot of planning moving into next year to be honest. Gareth it's uh, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon thank you very much for, for taking the time and uh, all the very yeah. best enjoy your evening. Yeah thanks very much for having me. Thank you and there he goes Gareth Navin uh, former Glory Skipper and current um, development uh, officer at Football West. I thank him for his time on the program this afternoon.